0: know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on
1: SBNationRadio.com.
0: Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith.
1: It is us, just as the man said, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And you hopefully are uh, totally cognizant of who you are, but we thank you, whoever you are, for being here in this uh, very time, in this very place. We're going to be talking about golf for the next hour in one way, shape, or form. Lots of topics on, on the line, man. First off, I just want to let you know that I played golf three times last week. Once in 80 degrees, once in 40 degrees. It's the same golf course. It was a <laughs> well, little was bit... The third one? <laughs> I don't even remember. It was somewhat comfortable, but the wind was blowing. It's really so I'm weird. I'm
0: guessing that the 80-degree day was your the day you played better?
1: you know the 80 degree day was the day i played very very well yes indeed but i learned something that we need to talk about uh, during the 41 degree day because it was also misting and hmm. i uh, my my first hole uh was a one putt birdie and it was a one putt birdie because i saw the trail of the ball coming into the green as it went past the flag oh <laughs> I saw the trail in the water, okay, and it was still there, and it was so easy, so easy to line up the putt because I knew exactly how that green broke, and I sunk it, <laughs> even though it was about a 12-footer, man. So we're going to talk about basically how can you do that without wetting every green you come to because <laughs> cause that would be a little difficult. And, yeah, uh, it would be also have heard about a couple of really sad things one is uh, i believe it's called the golden bear it's um nicholas's course in orlando is closing is it really yeah because they they can't afford to keep it open and then you may not ever be able to play golf in new york state again if a law that is currently being discussed in the state assembly actually gets passed
0: what are they talking about
1: They're talking about tax rates at a different rate for golf courses. They're talking about being able to tax them as if there were mansions on them for what it could be used for as opposed to what it is being used for.
0: That's just a money grab. Come on. So
1: if you want to play golf at Bethpage, you better get there now. (laughs) Just in case. Okay.
0: Oh, those people, those people be out. They do that. They'll be out of a job so fast. Oh, I know. They'll get, they'll get voted out. That's, That's crazy town.
1: That is. Well, you're talking about New York, so that's kind of redundant. We're going to be talking about all kinds of great stuff that has to do with golf when we come right back. Hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. You know what really sucks? Losing your hair. You know, sitting in the shower and you're done and you look down and gathered around the drain or all those little hairs that used to be on your head just a few minutes ago. And you go, oh my goodness, am I getting old or what? Well, you know, for the past few months, I've been watching that happen in my own life. And and it ain't fun, man. But you can stem the tide. Keeps.com. Mm-hmm. Keep your hair. What happens if you go to Keeps.com, you'll find that it's the easiest and the most affordable way there is to keep the hair you have. And it's the only hair you're going to get, so you want to keep it, right? These FDA-approved products that you can get through Keeps.com used to cost a whole lot more. But now, thanks to Keeps, they are finally inexpensive and they're easy to get. For five minutes now and just about a buck a day, you will never have to worry about your hair loss again. Pretty uh, pretty cool, isn't it? You can get started with Keeps very easily. Sign up takes less than five minutes. You just answer a few questions and snap some photos of your hair. A licensed physician reviews all your information online and then recommends the right treatment for you and then it is shipped right to your door every three months. Now, Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And some of you have probably tried them before, but you've probably never, ever gotten them for this price. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. Hell of a deal for getting to keep your hair. To receive your first month of treatment for free, you need to go to keeps.com slash golfguys. That is k e e p s dot com slash golf guys. There's a free month of treatment at keeps.com slash golf guys for you right now. Keeps dot com slash golf guys. Hair today, hair tomorrow. You got it. keeps.com slash golf guys. Go now. And uh, we are back this weekend, golf guys. I'm John Ashton. Jeff Smith. And yeah, golf courses are closing, man, at, a, at an alarming rate. And I know, Jeff, you have long said that you have many ideas. And you've actually worked with a couple of golf courses to help them stay open. Yeah, I did. St- and stay open fact, very healthily. What are some of the ideas that you throw out to these guys, man?
0: Well, you know, some of the things that we did to make things so that they, they made some more money is they, they went out and figured out, all right, how do we take our slow time and either repurpose the building? And one of the places... They decided, well, we're not making any money in the golf shop. So we said, okay, let's have everybody check in at the snack bar. And then let's put a few things that are regularly in the golf shop at the snack bar. And then they made an exercise studio and brought in yoga instructors and, and, and trainers and stuff like that. And they brought people into the building. So now they multipurpose the building and now they had some revenue coming in. And then they figured out, well, we're not very busy at this time or this time or this time. So we suggested to them that they start some on-course live clinics to bring people out to those golf holes and that they would do playing lessons and fill it all up until they, they played some more. And then they said, okay, we're going to play on these three holes in this clinic. Somebody else was doing another clinic on those three holes. And next thing you know, there was competition between mm-hmm. the people in the clinics. Now, all of a sudden, the golf course is getting more activity because they created their own business. Mm -hmm. started it from scratch said we need to bring some golfers in here let's get people who've never played get them this never ever done before this golf and having them out there with nobody else other than never ever golfed before people and then they started to have them give them some fun things to compete with and it wasn't about their lowest score yeah Yeah. we gave them fun games gave them the reasons to be out there and then in that thing they did it every night they had a Monday league, and they had a Tuesday league, and they had a Wednesday mm-hmm. league, and they did this, and they were, only non, they were all just beginner golfers. And in between the holes, they had things set up to drink and
2: Eat such. And Beverage Nick stations, Merry. let's mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: And so then what they did is they made golf an entertainment sport for them, and then they had enough instruction going on, and they created their own business. And then they expanded it to nine holes. Mm-hmm. So they had an eighteen hole course, started it with three, then went to six, then went to nine, and then now the one nine holes is only a beginner nine, oh, okay. where they're out there doing three hole loops, a three hole this, that, and the other thing, mm-hmm. with entertainment and such in between every hole, and the other nine is when people go to play golf. It yeah. was it was really interesting how they decided to do that golf course in Ohio.
1: You know, there's one one thing that I have always known. Is that when you are relaxed, you play golf better. Yeah. And one of the ways to relax is to have a massage very close to the time that you want to go play golf. I'm not talking, you know, a massage parlor that like Robert Kraft would be interested in visiting. You know, (laughs) like you say, repurposing some of the space in the clubhouse, you know, bring in a masseuse. You show up an hour early for your tea time and you get a 20, 30 minute massage. And then you go out and hit a bucket and then go out and play some golf. I mean, that would be... You know, I
0: watched that very thing happen last year at the Sagamore, where I teach up in Nobleville. They brought in two masseuses at the member guest tournament, and it was part of the thing. Yeah. You know, I've
1: seen it done in special occasions like that, too. It was at a special day at a practice range that a friend of mine runs here in town, and he brought the masseuses out, and, and it worked wonders. And everybody was like, oh, man, I can... I can swing so much more easily now, but golf courses, I've never seen them actually do it like on a regular basis. Might be smarter if you are a massage therapist. Call your local golf course and set up some time during the weekend. You can set up there and do, a, do quickie massages for a couple of bucks prior to going. That would be an idea good too. Good idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah, good idea.
1: Yeah, I like that one. Golf courses need to come up with better ideas to attract more people. They're overbuilding. Or they have overbuilt. The competition is such where the greens fees can't sustain a golf course. It's too expensive to run one of them suckers, man.
0: It is. You know, the, the taxes are high. The, the employee costs are high. The cost of maintaining the facility is high. Cart paths, the greens, the surrounds, the roughs, the fairways, all those things about that the golfers play on. It, it's really tough because, you know, in, in the last few years, there's been these price wars out there because all these golf courses are trying to stay in business and they just lower the fee. Everybody else lowers their fee. And next thing you know, nobody's got enough revenue to keep their stuff going. And you know, then staff loses jobs and golf courses start to shut down. Oh, that's tough, troublesome stuff. It is. And, and golfers,
1: golfers, we're, we're always complaining about how high the cost is. We're always going to find the lowest cost. You know, we play at the at the fifteen dollar for eighteen hole with a cart golf course, and then complain about the the shape it's in.
0: Yeah, right. But the conditions are you, you know, know that's, the conditions here are just awful. Well, you
1: should well, know that going okay. in at fifteen bucks for eighteen holes with a cart, you're talking the middle of a cow pasture and probably not a very good one. You know, right. So it's our fault. We're always going to the online guy who'll get it for half price. You know, we're we're taking advantage of the deals that exposes to a new course but no matter how much we like the course we're not going back. I get emails every day that tell me if I go through this other company I can play at my favorite golf course here in town for about 20 bucks a round. Their rack rate's 44, but their yeah. rack rate really isn't 44 anymore because I have an email in print every day that says I can play there for 20. So the rate to play at that course as far as I'm concerned is 20 bucks. Yeah. Why do golf you courses did. do that to themselves?
0: I don't understand it. Um, it's it's been a long a long time that that problem has existed, and it's so prevalent now that if you if you're not in if you're not in good shape, the golfers don't want to come back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the same time, if you are charging a, a, a fair wage for what you give, they'll come back. But at the same time, you got to provide them more reasons than just a well conditioned golf course to come back. And, you know, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge. I just don't, I just don't get why people in, in the ownership and, and decision making of golf courses, why they've gone down that road. And it's because someone in the area did it because they were hurting. Mm-hmm. And then, then everybody else somewhat followed suit because they were either afraid they were going to lose uh, rounds of golf or they actually were losing rounds of golf due to just the price yeah so it's it's difficult yeah sometimes they were doing it and they weren't even losing it just yet
1: yeah yeah so they stabbed themselves in the foot shot themselves in the foot stab yourself in the back i think i mixed that metaphor terribly But uh, this is it, I guess. It's hard to
0: shoot yourself in the back.
1: It is hard to shoot. It's hard to stab yourself in the back, too.
0: Yeah, it is. But I imagine it's probably (laughs) harder to shoot yourself
1: in the back. u U-shaped gun. Yeah. Or that have to do the physics with the the geometry and the ricochet thing. But um, I guess the bottom line here is what I'm trying to say is that we need to stop being greedy and insisting that we play the best golf possible for the least amount of money. We need to be realistic as golfers in our pursuit of this game. Can I get so, an amen?
0: You, you can get <laughs> one for me every time. Okay. Because the golf courses need to still exist. And the only way they can do that is if they become break even. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way they that's, still that's exist. It.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're not it, going to. It'd be
0: great if they actually became profitable.
1: No one's going to lose money for it. your benefit.
0: Okay. No, they're not. They're not going to subsidize your golf for very long.
1: No, they certainly aren't.
0: That's not happen.
1: So, right? So, all right. So that that's it. We'll get off the soapbox. Get out and play some golf and if they say it's 40 bucks, pay the 40 bucks. And don't go around searching all the time for, you know, the deal. And if you do find a deal and you get to play at a great course for cheap, understand that it's a great course. You got a deal once, go back and play it some more at the regular rate. Okay? Thank you. Or they won't be there next year to play at any rate. That's right. We're coming right back. And I guess I said I was getting off the soapbox, but I got back up real quick. I'm sorry. We're going to throw that soapbox away when we come back. Don't you worry. Would you like to get all this stuff a couple days early and totally commercial free? We can make that happen. Patreon.com slash golfguys. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash golfguys. For as little
0: as a buck
1: a month. You can become a sponsor and a patron, and we would appreciate it immensely. I want to talk to you about golf balls, specifically Cut Golf Balls. Now, Cut is not a description of the ball. It's the name of the company, CutGolfCo.com. That's CutGolfCo.com. They say it's time to cut the crap. Their mission in life is to prove that you can pay less for quality golf balls. Whether you play every day, you play a couple times a month, doesn't matter. Cut Golf has a ball that's going to be absolutely perfect for you. And they want to bring golf back to the people. How about a tour-quality golf ball for nineteen ninety five a dozen? <laughs> yeah, you heard me right. Tour-quality, four-piece golf ball. It's going to go far. It's going to work well around the greens. CutGolfCo.com and get yourself a dozen fantastic tour-quality golf balls for under 20 dot CutGolfCo.com If you're paying more, well, that's kind of stupid. Yes, it's us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And uh, as as I alluded in the opening, Jeff played a couple of different tournaments last week yes played one it was beautiful played just a simple round and it was beautiful and then on friday i mean we're talking like 80 degrees and then on friday i played in a uh, scramble yeah 41 degrees about a 10 mile an hour breeze and misting sometimes the mist turned to actual rain but for the most part it was just misting I have never been so uncomfortable in my life.
0: How much complaining did you do?
1: I complained every time the cart girl came by, but I still didn't get a break on beer. What can I say?
0: (laughs) You know, they say that you can gather more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. Yeah,
1: I heard that. (laughs) I may have to try to adapt to that uh, procedure, see how it goes. And I was wearing layers, so I really wasn't cold. Just my hands were wet. And even though I went out and spent extra money to get the wet gloves, you know, the wet condition gloves, they still got soaked after about three holes. I went through four of them in the course of 18 holes. And when your hands are wet, you know, your fingers get cold and it was just terrible. But anyhow, one of the things, the bright spots was I said on the first hole, I was on in two, but I overshot the pin. My putt was from the edge of the green. However, since the ball had passed by the hole and it really wasn't that far off, I could see exactly how the green broke because it left a trail in the wetness of the grass. And even though it was, it was a 12 to 14 foot putt, being able to accurately assess how the ball was going to break, I birdied the hole. So now I I need to find some technique where you can map out the the green visually like that without having to wet it every time, because that that would be totally impractical.
0: And, you know, it's really hard to do that and then have some evidence already there by the time you get there. Yes. It's kind of tough to do. Yeah. (laughs) I love pointing out to people. I gave a putting lesson at Timbergate this morning before I came up here to the Sagamore. It was at 7 o'clock in the morning, and there was a little bit of dew. It was nice because we had some fog and still some moisture on the greens and we got to see the ball trail yeah so what we did is we just putted at nothing random here random there and i said would you have ever known that these breaks were here had you not been able to see this ball trail he said no no like so let's find out why you're so bad at reading the green because he was missing putts from three feet to six feet on a routine basis this year and all he did was walk up to the side of his golf ball look at the hole and try to make it go in
1: i mean there's more to it than that
0: <laughs> well he mi- he missed them all so he's <laughs> yeah. you know like okay yeah, all right then so i said all right so let's let's take away one of your senses and let's add one of your senses to the mix and you tell me what's going to happen with this ball and he said what I handed him some very dark sunglasses. It was already overcast, so he couldn't see a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So I took away a lot of his vision. I didn't blindfold him, but I thought about it. (laughs) And then I had him take his shoes off, and I had him walk. So I gave him the senses of his feet while taking away his sight so to speak so what happened was he was learning to use his feet to help him figure out what's going to happen to his golf ball and all i had him do was walk and stand and feel and then tell me which way a ball was going to break if i dropped one right between his feet which way would it bounce which way would it roll
2: Mm
0: -hmm. we did this for five minutes And after five minutes, he instantly started to use, I didn't have to tell him, to go pay attention to his putt. He instantly started to walk very slowly from ball to hole. He stopped twice. I didn't have to tell him. He figured it out already that his feet were going to tell him far more accurate stories about what's going to happen than his eyes were.
1: Yeah, but I'm not going to pull my shoes off every time I get to the green, man. I get it. You can do it
0: with your shoes on, but I was making a big point. Okay. I do this at every putting clinic that I give. The first thing that happens is I tell people, we're going to take our shoes off. And they're like, all right. And the ladies are going, well, I don't know. I didn't paint my toenails and all that. (laughs) Whatever, right? Uh Not interested in seeing the bunions and all the fungus, (laughs) all the stuff, right? I don't care. But the point is, is that when you take your shoes off, Your senses are now heightened in your feet. You can feel everything and it makes you very aware. And now all of a sudden your brain's triggered to go, all right, fine. I'm going to walk my putts. I'm going to feel it with my feet in my shoes and I'm going to go figure that out. And then the guy started to choose where he was going to aim based on what he felt. Mm -hmm. So I said to him, every question that I asked was the same question all the time. Every putt. Okay. Based on what you just felt, where are you going to aim? He said, right over there. I said, okay. So he aims it over there, and he hits it in that direction. The ball starts moving toward the hole. If you had good speed, it went in. Mm. If you didn't have good speed, it got close.
1: Well, that's not But good it was approach. moving
0: toward the hole mm-hmm. as it was dying out, as opposed to moving away from the hole because he didn't know how to read a putt.
1: Right. Yeah. Or, so or thought he a, did know how to read a putt and just did it bad badly.
0: Right. So he learned a lot when I didn't give out direct, do this, do that, do the other thing instructions, Mm -hmm. And he learned a lot, and he became a much better reader of the green and a much better putter, meaning that lots more went in and lots more got close. Yeah. And I did not talk about the face angle of his putter. I didn't talk about his stroke. I didn't talk about any of it. I let him learn what was about to happen, and his brain figured it out so, because I took away his eyes and I gave him his feet.
1: In order to, to do that without going to see the mighty Bah, Mr. Jeff,
0: do you have to take your shoes off to train your brain to, to read a green with your feet? No, you don't, but boy, when you do it, it means a lot because it just intensifies what's going on and your brain gets it and is much more willing to do it because of what it felt like. Okay. Right. Yeah. You can, uh, you can go cook ramen noodles on low and it'll take you a long time to get them cooked or you can cook them or you can boil them Uh and it gets it done quicker.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: All that, the difference there is turned up the magnitude, right? All that is. So. I'm just talking about what. <laughs> why do we bother taking the shoes off? So that way you could really feel it. Yeah. As opposed to okay, I can feel a little. Now, when you can really feel it, it really makes an impression, and it makes you change your behavior quicker. You may want to uh, may want to
1: download this audio somewhere where you can you can save it like uh, to your phone, so when the pro or one of your compatriots on the practice screen says, uh, what the heck are you doing when you take your shoes off? You just play this so they understand what's going on. Because if you just say, <laughs> Jeff Smith told me to, it may or may not mean anything to the guys who are complaining about it.
0: That's right. <laughs> you know, as long as you don't leave your smelly old golf shoes in the golf cart next <laughs> to your buddy, you're all Okay. <laughs> Heaven forbid you leave them in the floor of the car in the parking lot when it's hot. That's what you really don't want to do.
1: This would be a very good reason to go try out some of those golf sandals. They also have golf flip-flops. I'm not sure there is a reason to try those, <laughs> A lot easier to slip on and
0: off. You know what I'm saying? You must be, you must be in the marketing department for golf games,
2: flip-flops
0: because I'm not going to come up with a reason to put those
1: benefits on. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the ease of, of taking them off and putting them out, back on again. But, um, you know, if, if you just want to do it the one time to practice and teach your brain what it's supposed to feel like, then by all means go and do that. And then uh, you won't have to do it and embarrass yourself during the middle of your next rounds. But it is he's I mean, he is strike. The one, the one caveat that he's not mentioned here is when you do read the green with your feet, don't look down. As he said, he took the eyesight away and gave him his yeah. feet. You want to eliminate your eyesight reading the green while your feet are reading the green because your eyes will tell your brain that it's flat.
0: Yeah, because they're six feet or so off the right. ground, in your case, five foot four, off the ground. <laughs> and, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did I say that out loud? No, that's Anyways.
1: okay. <laughs> People anyway. are going, what did he say? Because it's been cut out by now. Okay, go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, you know, your eyes are, are looking at a, at a steep angle downward, and it makes everything, gives everything that flat appearance. Why do you think a lot of the golf pros, when you see them on TV, they're walking slowly, they're figuring things out, they're kind of stalking their putt, and then what do they all do? They squat down. Yeah. They get their eyes a lot lower because they have long understood that standing up over it, looking down at that angle, does not give them an idea of what's about to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, if you're not going to get out the worm cam <laughs> and and get those eyes on the ground itself, you'd better start using your feet.
1: Yeah. Use your feet, but again, keep yeah. your eyes on the horizon when you walk the line between your ball and the and the pin, so it that works. your eyes do not confuse your brain. You're, uh-huh. you're not going to believe what your eyes are telling you. Believe what your feet are telling you, because you got them lion eyes. All right, gotcha. All right, listen, we got more. We're going to talk about uh, some more techniques that are going to be better for your scores when we come right back. We are all those weekend golf guys. You want to hang with us? Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. And you want to make us real happy, just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. You know what really sucks? Losing your hair. You know, sitting in the shower and you're done and you look down and gathered around the drain or all those little hairs that used to be on your head just a few minutes ago. And you go, oh my goodness, am I getting old or what? Well, you know, for the past few months, I've been watching that happen in my own life. and, And it ain't fun, man. But you can stem the tide. Keeps.com. hmm Keep your hair. What happens if you go to Keeps.com? You'll find that it's the easiest and the most affordable way there is to keep the hair you have, and it's the only hair you're going to get. So you want to keep it, right? These FDA-approved products that you can get through Keeps.com used to cost a whole lot more, but now, thanks to Keeps, they are finally inexpensive and they're easy to get. For five minutes now and just about a buck a day, you will never have to worry about your hair loss again. Pretty, uh, pretty cool, isn't it? You can get started with Keeps very easily. Sign up takes less than five minutes. You just answer a few questions and snap some photos of your hair. A licensed physician reviews all your information online and then recommends the right treatment for you and then it is shipped right to your door every three months. Now, Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And some of you have probably tried them before, but you've probably never, ever gotten them for this price. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. Hell of a deal for getting to keep your hair. To receive your first month of treatment for free, you need to go to keeps.com slash golfguys. That is keeps.com slash golfguys. There's a free month of treatment at keeps.com slash golfguys for you right now. Keeps.com slash golfguys. Hair today, hair tomorrow. You got it. Keeps.com slash golfguys. Go now. It's us, those weekend golf guys. More time yet together now that we've uh, got your whole putting thing fixed. Let's work on the rest of the game. Yeah. You know, up until this point I I couldn't even spell the word practice, let alone do it. Now I can spell it. I know. And that's about you the still only change. Do <laughs> still don't do it. That's true. You
0: spell it. you can say it. You still don't do it.
1: Now one of the things I have been doing this year, I will admit to, is that I have been hitting balls prior to around because the weather has been so weird. You know, 80 degrees one day, 40 degrees the next day, back and forth, spring, winter, not sure what's going to happen. The ball in the clubs work differently in the different temperatures. So you really have to get a feeling for what your ball is going to do that particular day. You know, sure, on an average, you can hit your seven iron 155, 160 yards, but that may not be true on a day when it's 42 degrees and the wind is at 15 miles an hour. So, right. Interesting. You
0: have just, no, no, no. I'm going to compliment you. Oh, okay. You have just admitted to the world. That you have made great strides; that you're actually not only can you spell it, and can you say it without the lisp and the stutter anymore? <laughs> yeah. You know that you're actually now willing to ex- go do it. I mm. think that's a nothing short of a miracle.
1: Now and again, yes.
0: When you go to practice, you actually gave a legitimate reason for people to go practice because different things happen in different temperatures.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're wearing different clothes. So next thing you know, one day you're stiff and the other day you're loose. Contact's going to be different. Ball flight's going to be different. What are you doing? Kind of figuring it all out for the day, right? Trying to, yeah. I think you must have been listening to this program a few times. I tend to pay attention. We talk about a lot of reasons to go to the range before you play. If it's nothing more than what you just said, I'm going to go figure out what's about to happen today.
1: Being a... um recreational golfer. I'm not even going to say amateur golfer. I don't know what swing I'm going to pull out of the bag on that particular day because it's right. it's different from day to day. It's different from hole to hole sometimes. I don't know what it's going to be. And the first tee is not the place to find that out.
2: <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, no,
0: it is not. <laughs> I'm really glad that you are coming to uh, grips with said uh, Information. Yes. Yeah, good for you.
2: You
1: really, really not only want to, but need to have a handle on what's going to happen. The so score depends on it. Yes. But so does your, your I mean, your your personal well being. I mean, how embarrassed yeah, are you going 50. to be? Yeah. Well, how embarrassed are you? First tee is usually where there are other people watching, and you don't want to screw up while other people are watching. Yeah. You know? That's true. Because I have long said, that especially if you're playing with people you don't know really well, that if your first couple of holes are good and then your game goes to proverbial hell in a handbasket, well, then it's because you're having a bad day, not because you stink as a golfer. (laughs) But if, if your first couple of holes are really bad and then you get good, well, for the most part, it's just because you're getting lucky, not because you had a couple of bad holes. So if you want to set the expectations for not only yourself, but for the people you're playing with, start off good. And to do that, you need to get a handle on what you're doing. And you need to do that by practicing a bit before you start.
0: You are now speaking of this with some evangelical zeal. (laughs) I know that. (laughs) I can't believe what's going on here. Another first for the John Ashton on those weekend golf guys radio. Yeah. Unreal.
2: Yeah.
0: Actually promoting practicing in a way that would lend the listener to believe that you actually believe that and would really do it. <laughs> well, and for long-time <laughs> listeners of this broadcast, this has been going on for, this, this show has been going on for seven years, and there has been no time in the previous seven years <laughs> that you've been speaking <laughs> of practice. Yeah. Without breaking out in hives and asking where the liquor is, <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm still going for the liquor.
0: <laughs> I am thoroughly impressed. Yeah,
1: thank you very much.
0: You know, people ask me a lot about practicing, and I and I love to say, look, let's let's first go loosen up. Let's hit a lot of wedges. Mm-hmm. Ah, come on, they're the easiest ones. No, those are the ones you wind up dumping. Um, in front of the green because you didn't practice them the soft pitch shots right ah come on i just want to go and blast some drivers then i guess i'll go hit a few putts go make some 30
2: footers
0: (laughs) because apparently the closer you get the easier it is and therefore it doesn't need to be practiced but yet those are the ones that hurt your feelings yes indeed yeah your scores too but come on think about it what are you feeling The second you have a 30 yard pitch shot onto the green and you dump it and it goes about 12 feet, you're not concerned about your number on your scorecard at that point. You're looking around going, all right, who just watched me do that? Yeah. Right? But, and then that whole, that whole two foot putt thing, right? You know, the one that always goes in that you're looking around going, you guys haven't given me that putt yet? (laughs) You know, and you haven't decided it's a takey? Yeah. <laughs> if somebody said it wasn't a gimme and you're like I've yeah, been making mistakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh but you don't practice those either, do you? No.
2: no. How
0: about going to practice some of those things because not only do they hurt your score, they hurt your ego yeah. and you get all bent out of shape. And the truth is is that it's going to be a problem. So I'm going to tell you, John, when you go I know that you're going to go to the golf course about an hour early for your tee time now, so I'm going to tell you a couple things. Make it easier on yourself. Make yourself have a good time. Start with the putting. Okay. Go knock in some short ones. Just start loosening up the, the practice brain a little bit, going, hey, I'm going to knock in some short ones. You know what happens? Your brain goes, hey, I got this. Mm-hmm. I got this. My face, putter face aims good. Stroke's good. Lots of good things happen to your brain. And then go chip you know, like around the greens,
2: mm-hmm.
0: chip it onto the green, hit some shots. Make sure that you can slowly, smoothly move your club into the golf ball without sticking it in the ground. Yeah. Without taking it back too far and then D cell dumping it into the turf. Right? Yeah. Make sure that happens. Then you walk away from the practice green area with some confidence.
1: Right. Right.
0: Then head over to the range and hit some pitch shots, you know, 20 yarders, mm-hmm. 30 yarders, 40 yarders, 50 yarders. Hit some of those, you know what happens? Your confidence goes high because you hit them solid, and they're good, clean shots. And then all of a sudden, you start working at something like, okay, I'll have a few of these wedges. I'm feeling a little frisky. Let's start full swinging those. And then you start seeing the ball fly high. Then you start seeing it fly straight, and you're going to go, hey, this doesn't stink. (laughs) Why not go jump up to a nine iron at that point? Hit some more. Get some distance on those height height and straight shots. And stick with that 9-iron for a while. Then go hit a couple of 5-irons or 6-irons or something like that. And then see it. But hit a bunch of 9-irons because your swing's good. Your ball flies high. You're hitting it solid, flying pretty straight. Your ego's saying, hey, I'm feeling pretty decent today. Then go ahead and whip out that driver. Don't whip out the driver first thing. Don't go about it in a backwards order because, good Lord, Think about what's going to happen. You hit a couple drivers, and then all of a sudden, the thing didn't go. You didn't see any balls go high and straight yet. All of a sudden, now you get the driver, and what if that thing starts going sideways? Then your brain's going to go, oh, it's going to be one of those days. And Then Mm. you start figuring out, man, what do I got to do? I got to fix that ball. I got to fix that ball. And and Next thing you know, you're in this fix-it mode thing, and you didn't even see any success on the day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. so
0: don't go to the range first John go work from the short end up okay get yourself some confidence going putting green first a lot, of, a lot more fun man
1: and then chipping you. around the green just want to try to get it close when you do that stuff yeah yeah and it is it is fun one of the things too for for again for us um recreational golfers the chipping the wedge play is very important to get down because there are many occasions out of 18 holes where we're going to be 20, 30, maybe 40 yards off the green after our second shot. Yeah. And you need to know how to get the ball close from that distance, even though it's an awkward distance at best. You know, we we always tend to, to take the whole uh, uh, golf course commentator routine and go, well, we're between clubs. No, we're not. We're not between clubs. We don't have a club in our bag that we know how to hit (laughs) that that particular (laughs) distance. (laughs) I mean, come on, admit it. All right, you have no idea how to hit your pitching wedge forty yards on a consistent basis. You don't know how far back to take it. You don't know how whether it's a half swing, a three quarter swing, or what. Uh, Same thing for any other wedge in your in your bag. Um. And we have no idea which wedge to use when, which wedge when. Um, <laughs> well, that's all stuff we need to practice. And practice it before the round. Go to you know when you're at the range. Don't like Jeff said. Don't pull out the driver. Pull out your wedges and see how far you're hitting them with various and sundry swing patterns. So at least you have some semblance of an idea what to do when you need to go twenty yards to get to the green. That's
0: right. So, okay. I
1: hope I'm not stealing your thunder.
0: (laughs) No. No, I am so pleased that you are no longer sitting there going, practice? What what are we talking about, practice? (laughs) I don't need no stinking practice. (laughs) (laughs) See, you used to say that with a little emphasis like you really didn't need any thinking <laughs> practice. <laughs> now you say it comedically when the rest of us were learning learning that you were trying to mean it comedically comedically before but yet it was real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> True confession time. Yeah.
0: That's right. Yeah. You know, it 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 actually makes me believe that this year will be the year that you'll actually start not just hitting the ball better because you're listening to the things I'm telling you, but you'll actually start lowering your scores a significant amount because you're actually going to go do it more. Mm-hmm. Instead of just understanding more, putting it into play going, man, he was right, only on the golf course. <laughs> See, now you're going to be able to groove that that new you know, move or that, that new thing that we talked about to make your ball fly better Mm -hmm. because you'll actually put it into play more often.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, the, the most frustrating part of this whole thing is, you know, I have listened to Jeff for seven years. I have implemented things Jeff has told me to do for maybe, I don't know, three of those. (laughs) (laughs) I have done, I've understood them. Yep. And eventually they catch, I catch on and I start implementing them. I have gotten my scores down from innumerable, <laughs> incomprehensible to somewhere in the eighties. My average score over my last, I'd say 25 rounds has been 83. It can be a warm day. I can be hitting the cover off the ball. I'll shoot an 83. It could be a cold day and nothing's going anywhere. I'll shoot an 83. I need uh, to take the next steps to get that below 80. And I'm going to do it. This is the year.
0: Wow. Right. Oh, I'm glad you're recording this show. Yeah. Because you just said it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mark it down, folks. That's it. You I'm heard it here John first. <laughs> I'm going to hold John's feet to the fire on this.
1: And he's he also A D. And I'm and I'm going to spend some time in the golf cave with Mr. Jeff, and we're going to make this happen. And we're going to do it live on video. So you oh, can man. see it as it progresses. And we'll tell you, tell you how that Look schedule out. is going to work in a little bit when we oh, come right back. Oh. We, we are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Why don't you follow us on Twitter? It's very easy. Just go to twitter.com. We are at WKND Golf Guys. That is it. WKND Golf Guys on Twitter. Follow us. We love it. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5GolfClub.com. The number $5GolfClub.com. You know what really sucks? Losing your hair. You know, sitting in the shower and you're done and you look down and gathered around the drain or all those little hairs that used to be on your head just a few minutes ago and you go, oh my goodness, am I getting old or what? Well, you know, for the past few months, I've been watching that happen in my old life. And, and it ain't fun, man. But you can stem the tide. Keeps.com. Mm-hmm. Keep your hair. What happens if you go to Keeps.com, you'll find that it's the easiest and the most affordable way there is to keep the hair you have. And it's the only hair you're going to get, so you want to keep it, right? These FDA-approved products that you can get through Keeps.com used to cost a whole lot more. But now, thanks to Keeps, they are finally inexpensive and they're easy to get. For five minutes now and just about a buck a day, you will never have to worry about your hair loss again. Pretty uh, pretty cool, isn't it? You can get started with Keeps very easily. Sign up takes less than five minutes. You just answer a few questions and snap some photos of your hair. A licensed physician reviews all your information online and then recommends the right treatment for you and then it is shipped right to your door every three months. Now, Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And some of you have probably tried them before, but you've probably never, ever gotten them for this price. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. Hell of a deal for getting to keep your hair. To receive your first month of treatment for free, you need to go to keeps.com slash golfguys. That is K E E P S dot com slash golf guys. There's a free month of treatment at keeps dot com slash golf guys for you right now. Keeps dot com slash golf guys. Hair today, hair tomorrow. You got it. Keeps dot com slash golf guys. Go now. And here we are. A few moments left together. And, yeah, I did it. I said it. I said I'm going to break 80 this year. This is the year. Yeah. You may want to come along with me. Pick a number. Pick any number. I don't care if it's break 100, break 90, break 70, break 60, whatever. Just make it a point to subscribe to those Weekend Golf Guys newsletter. Just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com, the Drinking and Driving Digest. Sign up for it, and we will be giving you when you will be able to access what we're doing as far as video lessons live on Facebook.
0: Here's the thing, John. You've actually said we're going to put it on video, so we're going to stick it out on Facebook. Oh, I'm going to put my, some videos of yours out on Facebook. I'm, I'm going to give some live lessons to you I'm, out on Facebook.
1: I'm putting myself out there, man. I'm doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to document this one, folks. This is going to be a good time.
1: Mister, I this don't want to swing a, I mean, I wouldn't swing a golf club in front of Jeff for the first two years I knew him. <laughs> Just it if, was
0: like... Look, I wouldn't have called it that either. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah.
1: I appreciate that,
0: now, man. <laughs> now we're certainly well down the path of calling to the golf swing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what kind of stories you were telling. I just remember the first time we ever played in public <laughs> and your daughter was with us. And after about the fourth hole, oh, she yeah. said, "She said, you know, you get a pretty good swing. My, I listened to what my dad said. I, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> But anyhow, that's what we are going to do, and you need to subscribe to the uh, Drinking and Driving Digest, Uh, and you can do that very easily. Just go to ThoseWeekendGolfGuys.com and sign up on any page. There's a form at the bottom of any page. You can also go to the aforementioned website to catch any uh, any show you might have missed. Uh, We keep them all archived there, the latest one at the top, and the rest of them you can get to. And, of course, you can uh, go to our Facebook page and follow us and like us. Those are two separate actions. And who knew? It's Facebook.com slash guys. We would appreciate you going there and doing that. And you can also follow us on Twitter, and we'll follow you back at WKND Golf guys. So, all right, Jeff, breaking 80. How long do you think it's going to take?
0: Uh, for you? Not very long. I uh, think somewhere short of the millennium we'll, we'll be okay. <laughs> Short of next okay. That's good. <laughs> eh, that's we good. can do it. <laughs> we'll work be on awesome it. We are limited. You are getting up in age.
1: (laughs) I don't think I can live to 92 so I can shoot my age, so I better learn how to get better quicker.
2: Right. So no,
0: no. I go. think by midsummer you'll be you'll be a happy guy if you do it. If you actually go out and do the things you're promising on this radio show today. Uh huh. Wow. Well, I what... love the fact that this is documented. I've Ooh. said it.
1: I've said it live, so I have no choice. All right. So uh, just do all that stuff, and you can follow along with us. And this will be the summer for you to break whatever number is for you too.
2: Uh, until then, until next week, man. Shoot a score, but play some golf.